I actually really like I I love to ride and race with like people like Lotta and Damien. I think they're super cool sportswomen. So like yeah, I'm also really motivated to work with them and, and ride with them and it's it's really cool just like being like seeing how they they do it and their how they think around the races and how they they literally most more often than not they know already like what they're gonna do and how they're gonna do it and they just do it. G'day legends and welcome back to the Press Room Podcast presented by Zwift. This is episode 81 and today's guest is from SD Works, the super team, and it's the Kiwi Neve Fisher Black. Now this episode was an absolute cracker to record. We went down the route of the 20 questions uh, style of interview. Well, it was 20-ish anyway, and I know you guys are going to absolutely love this one. And I think find a new rider to cheer for if you're not already in Neve as she navigates the Women's World Tour and continues her rise as one of the top youngsters coming through the sport. Now, in case you've forgotten, last year at Wollongong, for everyone who was at Worlds last year, would know that she won the under-23 World Road Race title and the first to do so in the women's category as that was uh, created last year. Super cool. And this year, she had a breakthrough as well, or a further breakthrough, taking a stage of the Tour of Swiss. And it was a big step because, let's not forget, she rides an S- at the team of SD Works. And uh, we all know how good that team is and how hard it would be to ride for yourself. So really cool to see her development. And I think in the future, the next few years, maybe two or three max, uh, Neve is going to be one of the top riders and um, a really similar rider to Cassia Niwadoma. So um, yeah, keep an eye out for her and make sure you follow her on the Instagram and socials and um, keep up to date with how she's going in her season. Now, legends, before we get stuck to this episode, we've got lots of good news happening uh, on the TPR front. Okay, first and uh, foremost is our title sponsor Zwift. Very happy to announce that we will be continuing our amazing support into next year. So three years in the trot, Legends Zwift will be supporting the podcast as the title sponsor, and we've got some exciting things happening next year, a la TDU. So stay tuned for that, and also get on Zwift, you know. And uh, another little bit of news, which is super exciting, is we have a new supporting sponsor. Now, who is it? Now, keen eyes might have seen uh, on the episode tile on Instagram or on Spotify, Apple, if you're listening, you might see the new sponsor on there. That's right. It's Bike Racks. Now, let me tell you how this came about, right? So, you guys will know, if you listen to the last couple episodes, which obviously everyone has, is that I'm moving the podcast uh, set up into our bike room. So previously, it was in the sort of living room area. We had a kind of a, a little nook space, right? So I wanted to get it, you know, to another level. I want to take the sound to another level, which is still in the works, by the way. So let's move the the little podcast setup, the desk, all the mics, all that stuff, and we'll move it into our bike room, which has two trainers, two bikes. Uh, three other bikes and also a track bike hanging on the on the wall. There's a lot of stuff there. So to move in the desk and all the stuff, we had to relegate some bikes outside into our patio area. Now we're not just going to stack them against the fence, right? No, 
No, no, no, no, no. And this is where, right, this is where the sponsor comes in. Our new supporting sponsor is Bike Racks. And what do they do? It's in the name. Pretty simple. They are a team of engineers who designed basically just reliable, working, nice bike storage. You know, the ones that you see where you hang the wheels up um, and they can swivel left or right so you can sort of not take up too much space or move them out of the way, they make those products. So go to the website, right, if you're looking for some solutions on how to, you know, store your bikes in a reliable, um, tidy, and just, you know, a way that makes them look good and not just village, go to bikeracks.com, right? Check them out. If you like what you see, well, you get 20% off, okay? How about that for a code? 20% off TPR20. All capitals, all right? And you get 20% off at bike racks. That means one sort of standard bike where you you know you flip your bike up on the back wheel and you hook the front wheel in and it swivels around. One of those, which is called the easy fold in the bike rack range, one of those will cost you $80 with the discount. Isn't that amazing? So check them out. And if you need that, I reckon they're the go. I've got some ordered well, actually, I got some delivered the other day, and I installed one yesterday, and then um, I was tired because it was after a bikepacking ride uh, weekend, so I just did one. And I'm going to install the second one over the weekend, and then I'll make a video about it so you guys can see for yourselves. So that is big thanks to Bike Racks, and supporting them supports the podcast because they are getting behind TPR and the big show for this uh, next 15 or so episodes and beyond as well as we go into the summer season so legends i think that is when we start to get an episode because this intro is getting super long neem fisher black she's a superstar the kiwi hope you enjoy this one and i'll see you on the other side Sorry, I've just been walking around my uh, apartment trying to find the best um, connection. <laughs> oh, the internet is so good. No, we actually don't have it. It's at my brother's place and we don't have internet, so just, yeah. Just like going off the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in most places, I don't know if it's in Europe as well, but the phone seems to be the quickest internet ever. Yeah, it, it, it's often like that, especially in Old Town and Girona, but... Yeah, it's also like um, when you're a punt living and moving all the time, it's like you never get around to setting up Wi-Fi and stuff. So it's yeah. <laughs> That's true. And once you set it up once, it's not something you want to do all the time. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like a year contract every time, and you don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just st- I think many people out there are right on the edge of trying of really of thinking about whether they're cancelling their home internet. And just going off the phone because you know, like you get a hundred gigs on your phone. It's like I don't know, like yeah, at that point, so it's, yeah, mm. it's it's much cheaper. Wow, sometimes. Yeah, your I was just looking up how to pronounce your name, Neve. So it's, yeah, it's Neve. with the V, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a funny one. Yeah, Irish. I was just doing some research, so yeah, exactly. I think. I must. I think I've mentioned your name on the podcast a few times when we were just talking. I don't know to other people, and I've been saying name, which I'm sure everyone um, <laughs> starts everyone out with. Has, yeah, yeah. I also, I also respond to that. Yeah. Yeah. I used to get people saying my name wrong uh, if I like at a cafe or if I was putting my name I, down somewhere, and um, 
if someone was trying to spell it, you know, if they write it on a coffee cup or something like that, um, often they'll spell it with two Fs or they'll add a W on the end of it, like Jeff Rowe. Yeah. And I'll play a game and when I see if they ask me to spell it, how many Ws I can get them to write at the end of my name. And the record yeah. is four. No. Wow. <laughs> yeah, four. Yeah. yeah. But lucky the coffee was good. Yeah. Just yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, what are the jerseys you got on the wall? Can you pan? Um, yeah, actually it's my brother's place, so that's his girlfriend's jersey, and then a couple of world champs jerseys. Just good. Mm. Is yours up there? The under twenty three? Yeah, yeah, mine's over in the corner. This used mm. to be the bike room, but I've taken it over as my bedroom, so I left the jerseys up. <laughs> spewing, spewing Finn. Yeah. <laughs> Have you um, – I'm actually just moving my podcast room, right, into my previous bike room. It's still a bike room. Yeah. But, like, let me unblur my screen because I haven't got the the sound right yet. You have to, like – it's an echoey room. So I've built, like – I'll show you. I've built, like, oh, yeah, everyone listening. What's behind you, yeah. Yeah. Tell. Yeah, it's uh, – hang on. How do you actually do that? Here we go. So – Everyone listening, this is just what I do for everyone of the listeners because the last episode was a bit echoey, so I built a cubby with some blankets, as you can see. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, oh, well. this has made a big difference, though. It was way worse. Uh, my Just the episode before, I was oh, dying, but um, this will have to do for now. So these yeah. are the lengths we go to, Neve. Mm-hmm. No, that's good stuff. That's some, um, yeah, commitment. commitment. <laughs> okay, so... This episode, we're already on this. That whole thing, we just this is part of it. This is it. So, yeah. um, yeah, uh, let's do. I've got some questions, right? I, it's 20 questions, but I haven't counted how many there are. But I, there might be 20. Are you a podcast listener? Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm an avid listener of the, the press room, so I know how the podcast go. <laughs> really, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a real podcast girl, so I'm always listening to all sorts of podcasts. <laughs> Oh, sweet. Do you actually listen to this podcast? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Um, what's uh what's one of your favorites? Um, doesn't have to be cycling, but just one that you you're always listening regularly. Um uh oh man. Well, what did you listen to last? What was I listening to last? Probably on yesterday's ride. I'm not sure what it was, something random, but yeah, was it cycling it was, related or was it non-cycling? Yeah, it was cycling related. I was listening to like it. Right. Yeah, it was with Rowan Dennis. I don't know what podcast oh. it was. Yeah, it was with Rowan Dennis. Okay. Um, what about this? Are you uh are you a Netflix or more of a YouTube person? Um definitely Netflix, yeah. Okay. And what was the last thing that you're what are you currently watching on Netflix? Oh, I'm actually watching an Aussie series. Uh I think oh. it's called Please like me. It's quite funny, actually. Mm, please like me. Okay. Is it like a um, like a TV series? Yeah, yeah, it's a TV series. I don't know how I found it. I just popped on Netflix, and it's always mm. nice to hear some like familiar accent. <laughs> is um is the Netflix account yours or is it someone else's? Mm, I I think it's someone else's. Yeah, I think it might be my dad's. We <laughs> 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 still use it. <laughs> I I feel your pain. You know, they just started doing the um the password sharing thing. Like they kick people off. Um, oh. They're starting to boot people off, and we just got booted off Megan's parents. 
which is oh, no, yeah. My dad keeps warning me. He's like, I think I think they're gonna they're, they're gonna crack down soon, and I'm like, mm, I'll just keep trying. Yeah, they've well, maybe they started with Australia and then moving to Europe because we got booted and like, oh, after all this time not paying when we had to put in the credit card number, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sucked. Yeah, it's gonna suck when the day yeah. comes. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Um. Best meal of the day for you, Neve. Is it breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Mm. Mm. Um, probably, probably breakfast. Mm. So, unless I don't like a really big ride and I'm real excited to come home for lunch, but breakfast probably. <laughs> mm. I agree. I agree. And uh, is what's something that you could eat for breakfast every meal for the rest of your life? You could only have one thing for breakfast. What's it going to be? Oh, I mean, already, already I ate pretty monotonous breakfast, like just oats. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Probably like, yeah, a really nice, like porridge bowl or something. I don't know, but definitely I can get sick of oats. So I don't. I also don't want to say that. <laughs> you can get sick of oats. I had this. This is what that's actually what Ellen Van Dyke said. She said oats, but. Which is yeah. great, but what's going on there? Uh, no, definitely. I'm I'm also a peanut butter girl, so I'm, I'll never have breakfast without peanut butter. <laughs> that's a critical element. Uh, okay. Honey or any sort of sweetener. Um, mm. I also like it sweet. <laughs> yeah, sweet's good. And what about the peanut butter? Is it crunchy or is it smooth? What are you preferring there? Oh, smooth. Uh, yeah, I like smooth. <laughs> wow. Okay. I can wow. say even the exact brand. From my hometown in New Zealand, they they have like a, a peanut butter company. And mm. yeah, that they, they've got my heart through and through. Pix peanut butter. Oh Pix. I'll take it. Hey. I'll take it across the world. That is elite <laughs> Pix. You know, that's the first that's the brand yeah. that I first stumbled upon when like it was before, you know, like the boring like craft peanut butter. You know, just that. Yeah. That's a stinker. Yeah. Like before, um, I think like, you know, 10 years ago, that was kind of all that was there. But the first like sort of proper crunchy like peanut butter that was just peanuts, not processed, was yeah. the Pix. Um, that was the first one I tried to. So, yeah, it's close you. to my heart because I remember when I was like a little kid going to the to the local market in Nelson and you'd go to the Pix peanut butter store and they give you a stick of peanut butter for free to try. So I always used to do that when we went to the market. And now they're a big company. Can get it all over the world, so that's cool. Mm, international, global, global butter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should be fishing for, um, yeah, they should be looking after you with some sort of sponsorship, you know, personal sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. No, to be fair, actually, after the World Champs last year, they gave me a big package of, I think, 8 kg worth peanut butter or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. That's about a year's worth. Yeah, except the only thing is, like, obviously I only spend, like, maybe two months in New Zealand, so I can only really travel with one, maybe two kg of peanut butter to Europe, so <laughs> it's still sitting there at my parents' house. <laughs> yeah. I got my dad to bring it for one tub when he came. Mm. But... Okay, all right, so good to know where all the stash is. So we've done the meals. What about What about a beverage? So if you were drinking something every single day, but it's not coffee because that's, you know, people drink that anyway. What's some yeah. one drink you've got to have every day? Oh, 
well, I don't, I, I don't, I really sound super boring saying this, but at the moment it's so hot in Verona. So, like, I like the nicest thing to have is just like a cold, like lemon bishy or something, or a sparkling water. Like, just have that midday cold. That, yeah, I can smash that at the moment, but that's like, I'm a bit, bit like embarrassed to say that it's quite boring. But yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Hey, that's all right. Sounds pretty good to me. How hot is it though? Like, what's hot? Is it like thirty degrees? Yeah, over thirty. We've had like the last couple of weeks. It's been super hot. Yeah. Okay. Thirty's pretty hot. Yeah. yeah, that's cooking. We haven't quite got that back yet in Australia because um, I live on the west coast and um, east coast. Really cold all the time. I know everyone listening be like, "Yeah, it's where they live," but the west coast is a little bit better. It's a bit warmer. Not so cold. Yeah. Not quite up to uh, the 30 degrees yet. No, it's, it's just it's just actually a bit too hot. Like even one week we had like high 30s. It was just, it's not fun actually. You can't do your efforts or anything in training. It's, yeah. Mm, not ideal. Okay. What about this? Cycling kit, right, in the peloton. So Women's World Tour only because there's a lot of teams. Apart from SD Works, SD Works got good kits, especially the national champs kits are quite good. But apart from your team, which team's kit do you like the most? Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a hard question to ask <laughs> because yeah, I'm not even sure I'm allowed to say, but yeah, um, I think some like these special edition kits from like AF or something they're super cool for like the Giro they had a really nice one mm, mm. but even like controversially I really like the new trick um new trick kit like, a lot of oh, people don't really like cool. it yeah I think for it's yeah it's it's a really good looking kit for the peloton but yeah I agree trick do some good stuff they also do like I think Lidl have some cool accessories too that you can get from the <laughs> store yeah <laughs> yeah, but I think I might get in trouble if I start ripping little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, what about this? So you're allowed, this is it. Now we've just, this is actually going to happen too. It's real life. You're allowed to bring in one rider into your team. Okay. So you just become DS for the day. So you're bringing someone in, any rider you like. They can even be deceased or retired. You can bring them in. <laughs> can we? <laughs> Can we bring back Ben <laughs> Friggin? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be so good. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. We, we yeah. joke about it. When we're down, we start a race with five and Anna's in the car. We think, oh, yeah, Anna, you're still riding. <laughs> She's a beast. She was super cool to race. I got one year race with her, but she was super cool. Oh, yeah. My memories of Anna Vanderbregen is like, Unfortunately, we didn't get to see as much as her as much as her in her best days because the coverage wasn't as good then, you know, like GCN wasn't there. So like it was just yeah. the Flanders and Amstel when they had that fixed camera on the finish line and you just had to wait for them to come up the final climb. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I like about yeah. Anna is that she um retired on you know at the top when she was she just won everything. That's so cool. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's, it's kind of like a boss move, you know, like, ah, done it all. Yeah, why not finish here, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've won everything. So, yeah, love it. 
this might be a tough question, literally, but who do you think is the, the who's the toughest rider in the peloton? Has anyone got that type of, uh, or it might be even your team as well? Who's a tough rider that you see out there? Tough. Um, I, I mean, the first name that pops in my head is Lotta. I think she's just, yeah. Sometimes she just says she's going to do something and she just does it no matter what. And the way I saw her ride up the tourmalay this year, then I think, yeah, okay, she's uh, she can suffer. What's it like being on her team? Um, yeah, I mean, cool. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone, there's a lot of big, big names on my team. But, um, yeah, I actually really, like, I, I love to ride and race with, like, people like Lotta and Damien. I think they're super cool sportswomen. So, like, yeah, I'm also really motivated to work with them and, and ride with them. And it's, it's really cool just, like, being, like, seeing how they, they do it and their, how they think around the races and how they, they literally most – more often than not, they know already like what they're gonna do and how they're gonna do it, and they just do it. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, they're superstars. What have you? Is there anything in particular that you've learned from either Demi or Lottie? Obviously, two like big stars in your team. Anything specific that you've taken from what they do or what you've seen them do whilst you've been racing with it? Um, yeah, I think it, more than like just them. Like, I think a lot, like. Yeah, most people on the team I've I've learned from, but like, yeah, just like sort of big picture things, like sort of like that. Um, I I don't know what you call it. Like have security and and like confidence in in yourself, like that, that what they have. How I say they're kind of like they already know what they want mm. and what they want to do and how they're going to do it. And I think that's that's like um. I mean, as a young rider coming into the sport, you kind of like you're unsure what you want and like how you, mm. how good you are and all this and like yeah. I mean, what I've learned most is like you're only gonna get like what you go out there mm. wanting, you know. So you have mm. to make your own. And I, I think that's what I've learned most from the people on my team. Mm, okay, when you were young. Neve, was there any one in cycling um, or another sport that you looked up to whilst you were uh, like a junior? Um, in cycling, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I was kind of, I was one of those people that I kind of quite closely followed, like cycling and and sport. Also, especially on the men's side, just because yeah, my brother and my dad were also in cycling. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, there was heaps of people that I looked up to. Uh, I guess the woman was a little bit harder, but like even people like yeah Anna and like Cassia Nevadoma, I re I remember I was really like uh, I really looked up to her, and like and probably when I was a bit younger, like people like Mark Cavendish and like the big men and stuff. Like mm. obviously I looked. Mm. Did you have you ever met Cav? Cav? Uh, no, <laughs> I've seen him like going to races and stuff, traveling and. And at yeah. races and things, not not met him. No. Oh, he's Cav is my favourite cyclist by country mile. Been his audio book and yeah, oh, yeah. Um, how cool he is. <laughs> um, which one is it? The the latest one? Yeah, the latest one. Oh, it's a good read, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I can remember 
when just when he had those tough times, you know, he went through Bahrain and then, you know, wasn't working from there. And then when he got picked up on uh, Quickstep and he won that stage at the Tour of Turkey and it yeah. was like, um, it was just, he, he was winning, you know, that was just like the best yeah. thing ever. I could remember watching when I got home. And, um, it's yeah. cool when you see someone like that go through such a tough time, but he had the belief in himself all along. He knew he was good enough. And then he comes back and he's back at the top. Yeah. It's like that when I, when I was, because I listened to the audiobook like on my rides and things. And like the one thing he kept on saying is like, like, like that person that I used to be is not gone. Like you never stop, you never lose it, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just, and so yeah, uh, he said that so much. And then I was like, okay, it's ingrained yeah. in me now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You don't just lose it. You don't just stop being, yeah. you know, what he was. Did you yeah. um did you watch his Netflix doco? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Good. Mm, really yeah. good. I wondered, did you pick this up when you were watching that? And I reckon this would be Cav saying, nah, cut that bit out. And it was really cool how honest he was. Cause you know, when he was talking about uh like he was talking about how he was struggling with his um with his weight, like getting this, or not necessarily his weight, but he was struggling with his eating and his eating habits. Yeah. And I reckon there was a part in there where he was kind of saying that he was for a period like maybe struggling with like bulimia or something like that. I don't know if you picked yeah, that up. I, yeah, no, no, I, I, I do remember him saying that in the docker. Mm, but yeah, incredibly raw, right? Eh? Like it was such a good watch. Right, raw. Like you never really think, oh, sprinters, they never have to worry about. People joke about sprinters never have to worry about their weight. So yeah, it's quite, quite eye opening. So yeah, it's. Mm. it's, it's Men's cycling. Mm, yeah, absolutely. On your team, SD Works, you've got some really good sponsors. We've got great sponsors, some of the best equipment, right? Um, clothing, all the stuff. But of all the items that you get as part of your suite of stuff for the team, what's your favorite item that your team is sponsored by? Um I uh, well, I mean I got <laughs> Probably my favorite is the the bikes. We just got the new SLA and it's so nice. But really? um, yeah. But I'm also quite like a, a an explorer when it comes to making routes and maps and stuff. So I, I really rate the Garmin. I think that's cool. Mm. We've got also got a massive, massive like, uh, 1081, which is also cool. It's like a computer screen on your bike. Is there? Um, I love the exploring part. I'm also into that i'm doing a bit of a bike packing trip tomorrow actually um i wondered neve have you have you ever heard of the the mundabidi trail oh, i think i've heard of it but I, yeah mm. i don't know too much about it no so this i reckon any off season or maybe even tied in perfectly before like a tour down under it's in western australia and it's a thousand and sixty kilometers and it's a dedicated cycling trail off-road cycling trail um, you do on your gravel bike uh, or mountain bike and um, there's huts along the way like every 50 k's and then uh, oh. every other 50 k's you stop in towns like just old small you know shitty towns that have cool character it's a ripping trip and um, yeah it's just oh. all the huts are free I reckon you'd really like it eh? yeah I, that sounds like something I could be into I might look up I'm, I'm gonna look into that after this Please do. I work for the foundation that looks after it. So any questions, just shoot me a message because, um, yeah, I reckon it'll be up your wheelhouse for sure. 
Oh, yeah. I'm sort of keen. Back to the bike, the SLA. What What's good about it? Give us your review. What's Nee's review of the new bike? Uh, yeah, well, first of all, we have this yeah new paint job, which looks really cool. But, I mean, I think anything new, like any new paint job, you like it straight away. It's just new yeah. fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. I've ridden, we rode it for the first time last week in uh, um, GP Pluet. I don't know if it's still called that, but, yeah. And, um, yeah, just straight away, like, you can tell, yeah, as a fast biker, like, even I don't think I had the best legs, but on the pre-race ride we were riding, and, and, like, you just get out of the saddle and it already feels like it's only, like, marginally lighter, I think, but you can feel it's quite, quite light, especially out of the saddle. Mm. But um, yeah, and also we've got this new front end with the the integrated like spe- new specialized bars and things, the roll bars, and they're super nice to make the bike a bit lighter and um yeah, they just kind of look like you know when you're riding along, you just look down and it's like, whoa, that looks fast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon the integrated bars. Integrated aero bars are the coolest thing to have in a bike. Like they just make any bike look elite. No, nah, they they do look elite. I mm-hmm. did not actually, but then I think Specialized said that they want us all on them, and then I was yeah, they they look very elite. Mm-hmm. I reckon you could put aero integrated bars on like a town bike, and it'll make it look super cool. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably make it look a lot, be a lot faster too. <laughs> yeah, or one of those scooters, you know, the e-scooters. How good would that be? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty, uh, pretty light carbon bars. So uh, I wouldn't want to, yeah, go taking too many risks on one of those scooters on the carbon bars. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the people of WA on the bike paths here. They are crazy on those things. Yeah, also in Girona, I seen how people were going around on those things. <laughs> oh yeah, that's I didn't know they'd be there too. Have you seen anyone ride them with like a full face? downhill helmet on the scooter no no oh that must be a perfect <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah p- people commute to work literally no. with a full face downhill helmet i don't know what the top speed of those things is but yeah could be maybe it's safe enough to wear the well i think when you buy them out of the shop they're like 30 kilometers an hour but you can actually mod them and you could take the chip uh, out of something that limits them because i've seen uh, you know, I've been passed on a bike by one going like 60k an hour. Shit. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, mm. um, yeah. Getting very into the, we're getting very close to the end of the year. Do you have any um, off-season plans or trips coming up? Um, I'm going to stay in, in Europe a bit longer this year. Mm. So, because I figured, like, I, I know enough of New Zealand now, but uh so I'm going to see if I can – I haven't planned anything yet, but that's mm-hmm. usual for me at the last minute. Um, I'm going to f- see some places in Europe, you know. I, I travel around so much during the season, but I don't actually see that much. So I don't know. I'd really like to – maybe a couple of city trips and and um, a couple of beach trips would be good. But, yeah, I'm also thinking, yeah, possibly maybe – um, do gravel worlds in October, so um, so yeah, maybe I'll make a trip out of that. Go have a trip to Italy as well afterwards. That sounds pretty good to me. 
Sounds very good to me. I was actually just talking only about an hour ago, well, actually a bit longer than that, to one of the Australian um, girls who's going to be going over there, um, Cassia. Oh, yeah. uh, so she's just got the Australians just found out literally on Wednesday that um, they got selected. So Oh, well, they haven't even put the application today yet, so I don't actually know if I'm going, but mm. <laughs> we see. Well, fingers crossed because that would be cool. That would be wicked to tie it into Italy, yeah. That would be sweet. Now we're going to cross into a few questions about the great country of New Zealand. As a fellow Kiwi, even though I sound pretty Aussie, I still am. Um, what's your favourite food or cuisine? Like, what's your favourite thing that you can only get in New Zealand? Or if you get it anywhere else, it's in like the international section at the supermarket. Um, ah, oh, like uh, the first thing that pops in my mind is like hot cross buns or something. I mean, you can't get that in New Zealand. I mean, in in um, Europe. But that's just because I remember uh, that's just an Easter time thing. I don't really crave that all year. But um, That's a good answer. I didn't know uh, there's no hot cross buns in Europe? Ah, uh, it's not a thing. Not a what? thing. What? No. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. No hot cross buns. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, you can get them in the UK. So, so, so I have a British teammate. Um, who sometimes she's always like bringing me like good food and she always brings me hot cross buns um and um she's also like she has been my like supplier of a little text peanut butter every now and then because you can (laughs) buy that um also i I miss like just whitaker's chocolate or something for new zealand that's good crazy flavor jelly tip lmp yeah, just just people are too too like all the flavors are too normal here, you know. In New Zealand, yeah. they branch out. Yeah, yeah, and Whitaker's has that. Oh, it's it's chunky. It's got a good chunk to it. Yeah, there's there's no such thing as chunky chocolate here. Mm. Not a fan. That I when you get that thin, you know, like lint have that thin yeah. bar. It's like it's barely anything. The foil is thicker than the chocolate. Not about it. Yeah. By the way, I hope everyone's listening and enjoying the sound right now. If you could see the cubby that I am in, this is world-class podcasting right now. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, what's the? Do you have a favourite cafe when you go back to NZ in Nelson? I, the thing is, I have not spent that much time in New Zealand the last few years. Mm. So, like, even, yeah, I mean, I've not been to that many cafes, but... Pick's Peanut Butter has a cafe in Nelson, so that's that's my favorite cafe. All right, Pigs, so this is the <laughs> this is the Pigs Peanut Butter sponsored podcast. I love that. Yeah, yeah. What about in Girona? Where do you go in Girona? Um, ah, oh, there's there's endless choice in Girona, mm. but it kind of depends. Like, if you want good coffee or good food, but there's a really nice little coffee shop just below me that just has that does really good coffee. I like going there, mm. Tr- mm. or something. Mm. And then, um, yeah, for, for food and things, I I think like La Comuna is really nice food, and for lunch or something, it's really nice. Mm. Okay, all right. Who, uh, which New Zealand writer should SD Works sign next if they could sign one? Oh, um, there's a few goodies out there now. <laughs> I would say 
Oh, there's there's a few now. Ellie, uh, like I was gonna say Ellie Wollstone. I always like mm-hmm. think I want her on my team because she's a really good sprinter and mm. time trial and she can win races. I think, but then like yeah, we have some good like young up and comers at the moment. Like Ella Wiley, she's going really well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Michaela, Michaela Drummond, she got a win the other day. That was pretty good. Yeah, too. Michaela Drummond, doing real good. Tore it for our dish month, I think she's still in the mm. latest jersey. That's oh, really cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Yeah, the NZ, they're coming up everywhere. So good. No, it's cool. Um, all right. Okay, this is good. And okay, right. This is, I love bringing this question up. But I've tweaked it a little bit because I was getting confused um, asking it. I was confusing myself asking it. But would you rather, Neve, okay, would you rather be a flat earther? an anti-moon landing person, so someone who doesn't believe in the moon landing, if it happened, or a COVID denier. Which of those three would you be if you had to pick one? Oh, um, um, probably the anti-moon landing. I think that's, that's most easily justifiable in my head, that the moon landing didn't happen. Yes, yes. Love it. Anti-moon landing, look, maybe that's the next merch we'll have to get on the pod is we'll get a T-shirt with the moon on the back and then a big red cross just in the middle of it. Yeah. Well, the moon's real, actually. The moon is real, but maybe we'll cross out the the rocket The little person on Mm. there, like, crossed out. The flag, that's right. The flag, yeah. There was wind, you know, there was wind in that that video. You know, the flag was yeah. there's no there's no That's no wind in space. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Truth. This could definitely be be looked into more. There's some good mm. arguments. Yeah. Mm. You can we can pivot this podcast into a bit of a conspiracy, uh, you know. Yeah. I would still listen to it, you know. I'm all right. So <laughs> it would still motivate me. <laughs> mm. Thank you, thank you. All right, now what about this? This is this is a tough question, right? Would you rather win Olympic gold on the road or be the elite world champion in the road race? Which of those would you rather win? Easy world champion. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't get the fuss around the Olympics. I'm not, mm. I'm not like, a, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big Olympics person, but... Mm. Um, which is strange because I think in New Zealand the, the Olympics is New Zealand is fairly the same. Olympics mm. is like a huge thing now. Mm. But in cycling, the rainbow bands, I'm not sure you can top that. Yeah. Yeah. The gold stuff in, in cycling, like when people have the gold bands or they get the bike and all the gold stuff on it, I reckon that's a little tacky versus the rainbow kit. Unbeatable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and for me also, like especially after the last last Olympics, like I kind of all realized how much of like a bit of like a scandal it is. Like only sixty riders, like less than sixty mm. riders for the world, and New Zealand didn't even get one spot. And so, like, ah, come on, you miss you miss a lot of top hitters, and like Dutch can only send four riders, mm. Italians can only send four riders. I mean, how many people that are also the best in the world are not there? So I think the world champs is a more even playing field, and you really are the best if you win the world champs. 
Yeah, 100%. It's not a true representation. There's a little bit less politics in it. I mean, there always is with, um, uh, like, uh, when you represent your nation, but, yeah, I see yeah, it's the Olympics. Hmm. Okay, good answer, good answer. Would you prefer, do you prefer one-day racing, Neve, or stage racing? Um, Stage racing, probably. I I like the groove you get into in stage racing. It's kind of like, and also, you really, like, I think really the strongest riders come out at the end of a few hard days racing, you know. But yeah. then again, there's, there's not, nothing like a hard classic. <laughs> yeah. Do you still think about your um, win at the Tour of Swiss? Um, I, I mean, I don't think about it regularly. But, yeah, I I think um, I have had some, like, a not so good performances this year so like it's also also nice to remind myself every night now and then okay at least you've won one race this year at least you've got that first world tour and like there's some good things you know Maeve you're a beast mate you're a beast <laughs> you're only young and you got so many years best years going too so I reckon yeah you, you gotta hang nah. your hat on on your big wins yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Okay, now I want to know what are you doing for the rest of the day? Tell us, tell the listeners, what's Neve doing for the rest of the day? This is the last question. What are you getting up to? Yeah, um, actually, I'm on a rest day. So, what, what do I have planned? I've got a plan this afternoon. I can go get a message. I just drove down from Andorra this morning. And actually, I need to find a parking spot for my car because I don't actually. I don't like have my own one, so I need to go find a place to park my car. So I'm not, but then that's my mission for this afternoon, which is hard mm. to do in Girona on a Friday afternoon. The pro cycling life, eh? Pretty boring, yeah. <laughs> but, well, Neve, who who should I get on the podcast? Would you like to hear any particular guest? Um, yeah. Oh, I need to think about this because I definitely would listen. Maybe, maybe you should, maybe you should talk to my brother. I'd be interested to hear what he has to say. You know what? I actually, I we did a podcast like two years ago, early days, but oh yeah, I I cooked it and I absolutely I accidentally deleted it. So I know we're gonna yeah. have to go again, but I actually feel terrible about it because it was a really good podcast, and um, I've been yeah. on the Finn Fisher Black shirt train for a, since day dot. Um, so because he's pretty busy with the the welter, so. <laughs> He's pretty busy turning the taps on, isn't he? He's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing pretty good, yeah. Messaged him the other day and asked him how he's feeling. He said, uh, yeah, he's uh, pretty broken. So, Well, it's good to see him having a really good um, finish to the year because he had a tough last two years. But, you know, just goes to show you put in the work and um, you can come back when you're young. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, legends, that's another episode of the Pro Story Podcast done and dusted. Big thanks to Neve Fisher-Black for coming on the podcast. Big thanks to Jamie, of course, her manager at 258 Protege. And a big thanks to you guys for listening. Let me give you OGs all the way to the end, a little bit of uh, insight into next week's episode, okay? Only people who listen this far in get to know who's coming up for episode 82. Well, we're talking with, I'm going to say, 
next year's world time trial champion, Josh Tarling. From Ineos Grenadiers, we had a chat with him actually about half an hour ago. Interesting man. I think you guys will quite like him. He is a bit of a lad, and um, yeah, he's a funny dude. So I think you guys will really, really love this episode. And then I've got some really good ones coming up after that. So it's going to be a ripping end of the year, legends. So don't forget, bike racks, TPR20, Zwift. You know where to go to get your Zwift. Attacker. CR Dash, the press room, all capitals for 15% off. And of course, Smith Optics. They are all the legends that support the podcast that allow it easy and make it possible for me to make these episodes for you guys. So thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate everyone who listens to an episode of TPR. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye.